CP time. My name is Chris, and I'm the C in the CP. And I'm Paul, and I'm obviously the P. I'm chewing gum right now, so I'm sorry if it sounds a little funny. Appropriate for a podcast. I'm just living my life. So I thought today we'd talk about what we like about each other. And, you know, to sort of spark in other people to sit back and, like, think about what they love about their partner or their friends or their loved ones to remember the things that, you know. I think that's a a pretty good exercise for people who aren't getting along. Um, (laughs) Why is that funny? This is what a therapist... Are we not getting along? This is what a therapist tells you to do, to list five or ten things you really love about somebody come Thinks nice and really... close to the mic oh i'm i'm fine i'm talking right into it oh, okay um well I'm, I'm the engineer here i'm okay engineer i'm good <laughs> i always should talk about what we like about each other and that way people can get to know us a little better <clears throat> okay so when we met i immediately loved that you were a musician oh, it was really sexy it was really cool that you i and i i know you hate to hear this but i love love when you play electric bass see i don't get this because when we met you were so guarded you were so guarded for like the first three months that we went out that i couldn't tell anything <coughs> i you, couldn't tell anything you couldn't tell by the way we we made out i that mean I we liked made you. out the making out was really great and you couldn't tell that i was really heavy into you I just, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell you were really into anything. I told you I was the first person to say those three magic words. What's for dinner? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, okay. So the first thing I I really liked about you (coughs) was that you were a musician. What's the first thing you liked about me? Honestly? Honestly? Yeah. Your hips. My hips? Yeah, you were wearing some really tight black pants and running around in that studio. And that was the first thing I noticed about you. Wow. Was So if my mom, listens, this, my mom listens to this podcast. You have this serious hourglass figure. Okay. Textbook hourglass figure. I think we're going to have to edit that out. And I just wanted to put my hands I think we're going to have to edit that hips. out. All right. So let's take two. What was it that you first liked about me? <laughs> uh, your long, dark features. Dark yeah. features? Your long, dark hair. What does that mean? Your long, dark hair <coughs> and your dark eyes. Okay. Is and that? I, I don't think I saw you smile until maybe a month after we met. So That's I, insane. It couldn't be your smile. That's insane. Because you, I smiled at you on smiled. I just said, no. You I snickered. Just did a you snickered. You didn't smile. You didn't teeth smile at me. Okay. You flirted with me. <coughs> You're saying that that whole time, we got, we, I was on stage. I didn't smile at you. Must you have gum in your mouth for this I podcast? Need it. Must you be chewing gum? I know. I'm this is really... like a job interview and you come in wearing a baseball cap. I know, cap. but I love this big chew bubble gum. I'm obsessed with it. But and the I medium found it... is an audio, auditory one. People are trying to listen and know, understand but... what you say. I cannot get enough of Imagine this big chew bubble gum. Imagine it's an audition. Would you ever walk into an audition chewing gum? I might. I'm not lying. And I don't mean an audition for Greece. Oh, well played. 
Okay, so um, other thing I liked about you is I love that. I one of the things I love about you is how much we laugh. Well, that's that's a given. There were two there were two huge pillars that uh, our relationship was built on early on, and this is not including making out because that would be the third leg of it. Food. We made out a lot. Uh, it, one was eating. All over the place. Food, food, food. I introduced you to all this magical food uh-huh. in the city that you'd never had. And the other was laughing about stuff. Mm. Yeah, we laugh a lot. Yeah, and the most inappropriate times. Which I think is something to talk about to our listeners. <coughs> Which is, I think that's the really cool thing <coughs> about friendships. Sorry, now I'm laughing. It's the gum. I'm laughing. It's the thing about like really good friendships or, you know, your 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 partner or your significant other that you can laugh about things with people that you're close to that in the real world nobody would find acceptable laughing about. What do we laugh about that's inappropriate? We can't say that. Yeah, we can. No, we can't. Yeah, we can. It's no, our we podcast. Can't. No, we can't. There's people out there that are listening to this that know us. We laugh about race a lot. Well, we have to. Like that, we laugh about. If we like, didn't laugh about it, we'd cry about it. Right. Um, we laugh about pretty much anything. Like even serious stuff, we laugh about. Right. Uh, sure. Don't you think? I guess. I think that's one of the things that makes our relationship good is that we laugh a lot. Oh, here's another thing we're good at. A thing that I, I like about you. As I really like that when I that when I find a food that you like or a restaurant or something that you like, one surefire home run is if I get that food all the time for you. Like your fa- one of your favorite desserts are the thumbprint cookies. Yeah, but... You know me, and I'm a creature of habit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can eat the same thing every day. So I could eat a Chipotle chicken burrito with no rice and no beans every day for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And love it. And, and what is what is some of your favorite gifts that I've given you is Chipotle. Chipotle gift cards. Gift cards. I love that about you. That like... It doesn't change. I'm it's, easy to please. Yeah, it's easy I to please. I am very easy to please. Yeah. I love that about Was you. Is that your phone? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably people blowing We have a lot up. of different sounds coming in the podcast this week. Sounds we've never Gum. done before. Gum being chewed, mm-hmm. the alarm clock going off in the other room, the the text message ding on the phone. What okay, else? I'll stop what chewing. Else? I'll stop chewing what gum. Other it was new so sounds good, though. can we introduce? Maybe I can play some piano over there for them. Yeah. So why do you think it's important? Why do you think that's important? Talking about what you like about people. Um, I think you have to rediscover why you love someone. Why you fell in love with someone. And you have to hold on to those feelings. (coughs) When I I practice my bass, I always take the time to touch the instrument and hold it. And smell it. Wow. And remember, like, I just love that feeling. Yeah. I love the feeling of holding you. I love the feeling of making out with you. Oh, wait. Are you talking about your bass or me? 
You. Oh, you. I thought you were talking about the bass. Chris Latta. Aw, thank you. I love how funny you are. There will never be... It's impossible for another woman to ever make me laugh as much as you make me laugh. I love that. You're really funny. I love making you laugh when you don't want to laugh, like when you're kind of mad. We have a fight, and like we'll have a fight, you... <laughs> You go into the other room and then and then I come in and then we make each other laugh after a fight. Yes. We do that a lot. Yes. That's really good. Yes. I think more people should do that. They should laugh, you know. I love I could get a little personal. I really love you put up this kind of gruff exterior. Okay. Because you you're you're defending yourself, you okay. know. And you're a strong person. Yeah. And you, you, you have this outward appearance <laughs> yeah. where you're very smart, you're very intelligent and aware, and on the inside, you're, you're scared and you want me to hold you and you want oh, help. Oh, I love that. And, and so I love that. I love, I love helping you. I love holding you. I love when I see that and I can, I can hold you and All I can these women you. listening to this podcast right now just <laughs> fell in love with no, you a little a, bit more. This is a guy podcast. Did you know that? Oh, sweet. No, I love that. Yeah, no, you're right. We all, what well, we all put up like an exterior, but you're right. But I mean, physically I'm a, I'm a total leg guy and you have a really amazing set of gams. Thanks. Really amazing and pretty feet right back and at you. pretty hands. Right back at I told you. you your hands. You used your hands a lot when I you talk were talking with my hands, yeah. in the first show, and I noticed <laughs> that right away. And your arms were beautiful, and your shoulders were really just keep going. Remarkable. What else? I mean, physically, <laughs> it just it doesn't quit physically I love for me. You. You're so sweet. Right back at you, you a killer. Are we going to do a what we hate portion? No, I think we should be positive. No, I think my point was why I said we should do this podcast is people should start to see what they love about their friends. Okay, we're going to, I'm going to switch from you to my friends. I have this one friend, shout out, that I barely see. Her name's Kirsten. I barely see her. But when I see her, oh my gosh. It's like no time has passed. What I love about her is her sense of humor and how we can pick up in the instant that we left off with our sarcastic, dark sense of humor. And I think that that's something we have to reflect upon upon our friends. I have a lot of new friends now in the city, a lot of new people that I've met that like I'm just starting to get to know and appreciate how beautiful they are as people. But I think we need to do that more often. Like, appreciate what we love and, you know, like about people. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. That's a good thought. That's a good idea. In fact, that's one of the things I love about you. You're an idea person. I am an idea. You're a creative person who comes up with wonderful ideas. You can't quite put them... Sometimes I need a little help. Into that action stage. Yeah, sometimes if technology is involved, I need a little guidance. But, you know, and I also love how you like to jump into things. You're not a... Oh, uh, yeah, I have to we're, jump. We're very similar, but we're very different because <coughs> I'm a very, like, I'm a manual reader. If oh, yeah, I, yeah, we said if, that early on. If I get something, if I buy something and there's a manual, you will I have read to it. read it front to back. Yeah, and I'm like, let's just open and the box. And you're just like, turn it on. Yeah, 
and we'll figure it out. 100%. And I can't do that. I have to go through the manual. But that's a good yin-yang, every, don't every you think? Step. Don't you think that's a good yin-yang? Sure, but I mean, I don't know. We've we've been told in therapy that we're both type A people. Agreed. Which that can come out. We tried cooking earlier today. Oh yeah. And it kind of came out a little bit. But tell everybody what we did. I mean, we accomplished a lot today. We did, and I appreciated how you backed off on dinner a little bit, and you let me kind of take. You were the, the lead. leader. You were the chef. You like to take the lead. <coughs> well, normally I'm. Normally you're the sous chef, no, and I'm. Normally the... you're like the coxswain. What's that mean? You know what a coxswain is? No. So when you have these <coughs> rowing teams, you know, like the oh, Harvard rowing oh, yeah, team. Oh yeah, that one. You that's have yelling. like eight guys who are the actually cox, yeah. Who are doing the work? They're actually pulling the oar and doing the wait, work. Are you saying that in the kitchen you're doing the work? And the coxswain. Wait, wait, wait. Are the you? The coxswain is your the metaphor. Once again, we're back to metaphors. Is your metaphor that you're the one doing the, the work? The coxswain is wait, the person. You're ignoring the at question. At the front of the boat, who He's is just ignoring the question. yelling at everybody else. You're ignoring stroke, the question, which means let stroke. me ask you something. In the kitchen, are you saying, for the record, that you do the work? I think for dinner today, I Watch was yourself. definitely... I'm not talking about dinner today. Watch yourself. I'm talking about... No. In the kitchen, I've I figured out that that is your domain. No, no, no. You're the sous chef usually. Yes, I'm usually the sous chef. Yes, usually, but today... I'm told what to do and usually, what to handle usually, and what amounts. But today, and I'm trying to encourage you to be the chef chef. And today you were. Tell them what you did. I'm really impressed with you. <laughs> I did several things today. You figured out we got. Well, we both. We hashtag. Were, we were we were given an uh, we were uh, an given instant a, an instapot and a and an air fryer and an air fryer from Terry. Thank you, Terry. We, Shout out to Terry. Thank you, Terry. We love learning new things. And so we woke up today, and Chris was like, "We are making banana bread in the instapot," and I said, "Yes, chef, ma'am." And so no, you she, didn't want to. You were so I annoyed didn't. with me, and and you were like, "Look it up." <clears throat> You were like, look it up, look it up on the yeah. internet. So I had to go on the internet and look it up and look at how to use the Instapot. He was annoyed. I was a little annoyed. A lot annoyed. <laughs> you were a lot annoyed. But the end result, I thought, was very well done. And it was delicious banana bread. Yeah, and we really, you know, here's the thing. You're I the idea don't, person. I don't like the idea of... <clears throat> We talk about this a lot. I don't like the idea of that, like, it's assumed that I'll do the cooking because it's 2020. Like, let's get on, let's get on the partner, um, you know, we're partners. So even though he doesn't love cooking, once we get in it, it's funny because when we get in the thick of it, you get into it. <clears throat> it's that preemptive planning that annoys you. Yeah, but here's, here's the misconception with relationships. Everybody is all big on this 50-50 thing. Relationships are definitely not always 50-50. No, sometimes they're 60-40. For example, if the two of you are in a car going somewhere, yes. the driving should never be 50-50. No. It should never be 60-40 or even 80-20. What is it? 90-10, well, What if you're the five? navigator? Well, okay, that's you can help with the navigation. Oh, and you're saying that's 10%? What I'm saying is if you have 250 pe 50-50 people in a car going somewhere, that's going to be hell. No. One thing we're good at is usually you are a great map reader slash navigator. But what I'm saying is, <clears throat> okay. for instance, if a spider suddenly appeared on the ceiling in front of us, 
it would not be a 50 50 no, proposition it would be 100 percent get rid of it it would be my responsibility how 100%. did we get there where did you go from cooking in the kitchen to talking about killing a spider we're talking about if things are split down the middle 50 50 oh, i'm talking about the kitchen yeah and it's often not 50 50 you called me the sous chef the sous chef is not entirely responsible for planning the meal. No. For cooking everything. But for what I'm saying everything. is I'm trying to get you to be more active in the kitchen. And so today, I was trying to give you props. Today, you figured out how to use the air fryer. You took the lead. You were the chef. I was just flipping the meat. I was barely doing anything. And you really like took ownership. And then today with the um the air Instapot, f- okay. that I would say that was fifty fifty. No, that was more 60-40, you. I, I wasn't into it. I didn't want to do it. Okay. I didn't want to do it. I, like, worked out my legs and, like, ran two miles. and. Okay, but what I'm saying is that I'm, that, like, that working on that kind of thing is important, you know? Like... It is. It's important that we did something together. But I appreciated it when you, when you gave me a little more slack when dinner came and you were like, okay, why don't you figure out how to use the air fryer? Here's some chicken tenders that we thawed. And I felt like a little more comfortable. I felt like I had a little more freedom. You do. And I want you to be like, here, I'm not making fun of you. But, and I think this is like, I think this is a universal problem with men and women. I'm not saying you. But it's like men will say, I don't know where something is in a house. And in one of the earlier podcasts, you said that you hate when things get moved. But I think that men in general just like, when you told me you don't know where anything is in the kitchen, I want to bang my head against the cast iron skillet because I'm thinking, how do you not know where things are? So well, the more you're in the kitchen, the more you're going to know where things are. Touche, but you also said that men have a problem listening. We don't always listen to you, right? How many times have things changed places in our kitchen since we've been here? I'd say I'd say number. more than twice, more yeah. than three times. Maybe I wasn't listening too hard. The third or the fourth time when you were like, oh, yeah, these things that used to be in this drawer at the end away from the sink are now above the sink in but this here, cabinet. I love that. And I love I'm that just you like, admitted that. Oh, no. Where is it at but, now? But here's the thing. When, when, be honest, be, be, be 100% real. When I'm like, hey, let's take 10 minutes to clean out the refrigerator, what do you normally say? I say, oh, God, no. Right. So then when you come at me and you're like, I don't know where things are. Things have been moved in the refrigerator. I'm, I, want, I want to lose my mind because you didn't want to help. Well, but you have a different, you have a kind of shove it in there and get the door closed kind of thing, which isn't necessarily my ethos okay. about the refrigerator. Okay, I get you. We have two different styles Through this when podcast, I feel like we're learning a little bit about the importance of working together. Well, we've always known about that. We have some epic fights, you know. What? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we do. We have epic fights. <laughs> but hopefully we come out the other side. Yeah. What was the best part of today? Uh, probably. Dinner was pretty good. Dinner was great. Dinner was really good. We we, we So we made these chicken tenders. In the air fryer. In the air fryer, and I found a recipe online. Delish. And we we used breadcrumbs, and we breaded them, and fried them in the air fryer, and we put them on a Caesar salad, and it was really good. And you gave me that Moscato, and I was drinking Moscato. That wasn't Moscato, actually. That was a new kind of. Oh, I thought I scanned it in my 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 food app, and it said it was Moscato. Oh, okay. 
So anyway, I, whenever I go to the liquor store, I buy the wine that I like. And now I've, I, I try to always buy a bottle or two of wine that I know Paul will like. Because he likes sweet wine and I like not so sweet wine. So yeah, we I'm each a, had our own wine for dinner, which was nice. I've been a wine noob for like 20 years. I still don't get it. I like dancing with you tonight. Shout out to the Boilermakers Jazz. Oh, the Boilermaker Jazz Band. That was who's, who is still playing right now. Yeah. We took a pause to do it. Oh, wait, I got to give a shout out to the Pittsburgh Public Theater. Because that, I mean, through all of this craziness that's happening, everyone's doing these live streaming things, which is amazing. And um, Mariah, the artistic director at the public, did this amazing uh, sort of Zoom. Is that what it's called? Zoom live feed? Web feed? Stream. Stream uh, feed? Stream on Zoom, yeah. Um. She went from Henry V. I was a mess. I used like 10 tissues. And then I thought, I can't afford to use 10 tissues because when we run out of paper products, what am I going to do? She was really prepared, though. She had all her she JPEGs ma- ready. She had all of her video clips ready to go. Awesome. And it was so emotional. And then she showed at the end, Mark Rylance at the Globe, which was amazing. And I, it reminded me of the time that I was at the Globe when I met Lauren. Oh, shout out to Lauren in Philly who was sitting next to me at the Globe. Um, anyway, it was beautiful. So, like, today's been full of these, like, pockets of moments where I, I appreciate people. And what I can s- I say on yeah. that subject? Um, I've been overwhelmed <coughs> going on Facebook now, which used to be kind of a drag at times. Yes, agreed. Um, and especially for me and musicians. There are so many people that are live streaming right now. And I guess what we're doing right now could be considered part of that. We're kind of contributing... To everyone's entertainment. I hope so. While they've been stuck at home. But uh, the live streaming that's been happening, just just scrolling down the homepage. Oh my God, such and such. And I took a break from practicing today just to watch. There's a great jazz bass player named Jay Lenart who was singing and playing and doing Facebook and YouTube at the same time. He had a thing. The Boilermakers did their huge, really successful thing tonight. Um... So many people. Luke Williams, a great guitar player, did a thing. Dan Baker, I saw part of his thing. One of my students from West Virginia Wesleyan, Chris McGraw. First names only. <laughs> Chris. He, he's he been playing bass lines and letting people know what songs he's going to play so that other musicians can add their parts on top of his bass lines oh, that's that he's cool. playing. It's so amazing. And I was practicing today and I was thinking, I need to, because I'm not gigging, I need to start streaming a song every day. Just like play a jazz standard, like a three-minute thing. Yeah. Just to, you know, like keep my chops up a little bit. But uh, I also decided, well, I mean, it's it's wonderful and it's invigorating. I also decided, I think, if this goes on for a month, I'm going to do an album. I want to just knock a record out. So just wait. To tie back into what this was about, which was finding out things we like about each other and other yes. people. Yes, That we... Like, I just want to come back to that. Okay. Is that we love that people are in the midst of this creating. And hopefully finding each other. Yeah. I mean, I I called two of my best friends yesterday 
who I never call because I always, I usually see them, but I just call them up just to say, Hey, I'm thinking about you. I hope everything is cool. And we talked to my mom. My mom called us on the echo. That was fun. Um, we've been connecting with people, just reaching out and telling his mom to call my mom. But that's what I like about people right now. People are really trying to make more of a connection. We took two walks. Yeah. Well, we took kind of a run, and then we took a walk, and we connected with our neighbors big time. We saw yeah. our neighbors up the street. Shout out to Jessica, if you're oh, listening yeah. to Hi, this, Jessica. Jessica. Yeah. Um, and it, Gina. And Gracelyn. <laughs> Yeah. It was great to connect with them. And we're sending the podcast to our neighbors because we want them to be part so, of it. But I just, I wanted to do a podcast about what I like about you. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, to derail. These are just some things. I know. Well, it's, it's just stream of consciousness. Yes. I like, I like you a lot. I like you. I like it when you wear black because, well, we frankly, look, all Latta women look good in black. Because all women look good in black. Yes, all women look good in black. So thank you for that. I love you. I love your smile. I love your freckles. Thank you. I can go on and on about what I love about you. Go ahead. Would you like me to? Sure. Um, I love the way your cheeks come up when you smile. I love that. And you get little dimples. I love your curly cues. Thank you. I love your brown, brown, brown hair. I love your brown, brown eyes. your brown, brown, brown eyes. I love your lips. And and your happy eyebrows. I love when you laugh. I love your beautiful full lower lip and your very tiny... Tiny upper lip. Non-existent upper lip. I love everything about you. I love all your fingers and your nose. Thank you. I love your neck. I love your neck. (laughs) Now we're getting a little too much. Um, now it's too I love, precious. I love hearing you sing. I love hearing you play. Um, I love... So we've been reading Barefoot in the Park to prepare for you being in Barefoot in the Park. I can't wait. And I love that you make me laugh every time I read with you. What's your favorite line? In Barefoot in the Park? Like, what do you, what scene do you like? The scene after the restaurant when you're kind of drunk. Oh, when I'm kind of drunk. Yeah. Yeah. With Mr. Velasco. Yeah. You make me laugh out loud every time I I read that with you. All right. I love you. Thank you for. Oh, that's it. Are you calling it? Let's end it on that lovely note. Okay. This has been kind of a short one. No, it's been good. All right. Love you. I love you too. We'll see you next time. Hey, tell the people you love what you love about them. Call them up. And support live music, even if it's streaming. Yeah. And theater. We'll see you soon. Bye. I love you. Love you too. Bye.